Good morning and welcome to Spiritual Awareness with Pastor Davenport. If you're new to our broadcast, we are an Arizona 501c3 nonprofit prayer ministry. That means that your your donations, your tithing, your offerings to this ministry are tax-free. A spirit-filled, Bible-believing beacon of light, that's us. A non-denominational ministry serving the Lord Jesus Christ from both Gospel of Faith Church in Ash Fork, Arizona, as well as from the worldwide broadcast studio here in Fort Mojave, Arizona. We are now broadcasting to over 23 different countries and provinces around the world. So wherever you are, and you may be listening to the sound of my voice, I'd like to welcome you in the name of Jesus Christ. And I'd like to pray right now for those of you who labor on this Labor Day Sabbath. For those of you who labor for the Lord, I'd like to lift us up in prayer. Father, we lift before you those in the body of Christ who who are out in the field, out in the countries, out in the world, carrying the good news of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, not only in this country, but also around the world. We lift those up in the body of Christ who are suffering persecution on thy namesake, those who are in prison for their beliefs, And Father, we know that you watch over your word to perform it, that your word prospers in the thing for which you sent it. Therefore, Lord God, we speak your word and establish your covenant here upon this earth. And we pray here and others receive the answer there, wherever they may be around the world by the Holy Spirit. And we want to thank you, Father, Thank you for revealing unto your people the integrity of your word and that they must be firm in faith and labor against the devil's onset, withstanding him. Father, you are our light. You are our salvation, our refuge, our stronghold. You hide them in in your shelter and set them high upon a rock. It is your will that each prospect is in good health and lives in victory. You set the prisoners free, Lord God. Feed the hungry, execute justice, rescue and deliver. In Jesus' name, we bind you, devil, and every menacing spirit that would stir up against God's people. We commission and minister spirits to go forth and provide the necessary help for an assistance to these heirs of salvation. We are strong in you, O Lord, and in the power of your might, quenching every dart of the devil. In Jesus' name we pray it. Father, we use our faith, our laboring in your word. Covering these in the body of Christ with your word strengthens our resolve. We say that no weapon formed against us, them shall prosper. And any tongue that raises against them in judgment, they shall show to be in the wrong. This peace, this security, the triumph over opposition is our inheritance as your children. This is the righteousness then, Lord God, which they obtain from you, our prayer partners, our our prayer warriors, our shepherds of prayer, they receive this from you. You impart 
to even the thought of destruction, for they shall not fear, and terror shall not come near them, for the Holy Spirit guards them. They are saved through your grace and the blood of Jesus Christ. Father, you say you will establish them to the very, very end. You will keep them steadfast, give them strength, and guarantee their vindiction that is be their warrant against all accusation or indictment. They are not anxious beforehand how they shall reply in defense of what they are to save for the Holy Spirit teaches them in that very single hour, in that very moment, what they ought to say to those in the outside world, their speech being seasoned with salt. Today, on this Labor Day Sabbath, we commit these, our brothers and sisters in the Lord, to you. Father, deposit into your charge, entrusting them to your protection and care, for you are faithful. You strengthen them and set them on a firm foundation and guard them from the evil one. We join our voices today in praise unto you, Most High, and silence an enemy avenger. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Greater is he who is in us than he who is in this world. Your labor for this past year, your labor is not in vain. Please turn your Bibles with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. It says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know, your labor is not in vain. I want to talk to you today, as it is the Labor Day weekend, and how we labor for the Lord, and understanding that as we labor for the Lord in faith, that we understand that our labor is not in vain. For the Lord puts his blessings upon your labors. God keeps score. He keeps the score. And there will be an answer to your labors. The things that we do, things that we say, our actions. If you figure everything with human understanding, you won't get the answer. But if you if you figure everything through a supernatural, spiritual understanding, you'll get it right. You'll understand. Continuing in fasting and praying are not in vain. That's part of your labor, fasting and praying. Ask God's blessing upon the, the, the salvation of the lost that you are attending, those that you meet, those that you give out tracts to. Be faithful in your work. Rewards are there. You've planted the seed. Just wait upon the Lord. For blessed are those who wait upon the Lord. Again, be faithful in your work. 
from 1 Corinthians 15, 58. We will be in Luke chapter 16, 1 through 13. Luke chapter 16, 1 through 13. Because today, on this Labor Day Sabbath, I want to give you a message to be faithful to God. Be faithful in your labor. In Psalms 31, 23 through 24, it says, O love the Lord, all ye his saints, for the Lord preserveth the faithful, and plentiful rewardeth the, the proud doer. Be of good courage, and ye shall strengthen your heart, all ye that hope, hope in the Lord. What a wonderful scripture. In Luke chapter 16, 1 through 13, Luke chapter 16, 1 through 13, and he said also unto his disciples, There was a certain rich man, which had a steward, and the same was accused unto him that he had wasted his goods. And he called him, and he said unto him, How is it that I hear this of thee? Give an account of thy stewardship, for thou mayest be no longer my steward. Then the steward said within himself, What shall I do? For my Lord taketh away from me my stewardship. I cannot dig. To beg, I am ashamed. In verse 4, I am resolved what to do. That when I am put out of the stewardship, they may receive me into their houses. So he called every one of his Lord's debtors unto him, and he said unto the first, How much hast thou unto my Lord? And he said, A hundred measures of oil. And he said unto him, Take thy bill, and sit down quickly, and write fifty. Then said he to another, And how much owest thou? And he said, A hundred measures of wheat. And he said unto him, Take thy bill, and write fourscore. And the Lord commended the unjust steward, because he had done wisely. For the children of this world are in their generation wiser than the children of light. Verse 9, And I say unto you, Make to yourselves friends of the mammon and unrighteous, that when we fail, they may receive you into everlasting habitations. He that is faithful in that which he least is faithful also is much. And he that is unjust in the least is unjust also in much. If therefore ye have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust and the true riches? And if ye have not been faithful in that which is another man's, who shall give you that which is your own? No servant can serve two masters, for he either will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. We cannot serve God and mammon both. So faithful, the word faithful in Hebrews, excuse me, in Hebrew, it means to foster as a parent or as a nurse, to be firm, to trust, to believe, to be morally true, to be steadfast, sure, trustworthy, and true. So this morning on this Labor Day Sabbath, I want to encourage you that, that you are here week after week. And as we're there, let me further say that 
on the 7th of September, we will return to our Wednesday night service. A lot of people are excited about that. So of you that pray, worship, and give, and labor for God's business here and around the world, your labor is not in vain or to be taken lightly. The Lord notices your time. He notices your efforts. And you are going to be rewarded greatly. In the book of Proverbs, chapter 14, verse 5, a faithful witness will not lie, but a false witness will utter lies. I found that many of you I can count on. I can trust Psalms, I mean Proverbs, excuse me, 14.5. I can depend on if I ask of you something. Here is a great sign of this generation. So it's in Proverbs chapter 14, verse 5. Be sure and read that. In Proverbs 20, verse 6, most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness. But a faithful man who can find. Who can find someone faithful in today's world? Praise God that we have found some faithful friends out there in this world that listen to this broadcast and do, I repeat, and do the labor of God. Not just a week, not just come to church on Sunday and then live like hell the rest of the week. Not just a week or a month or even a year, but years and years and years they will go on serving the Lord until the Lord returns. So here's just what I mean about being blessed. In Proverbs 28, verse 20, Proverbs 28, verse 20, a faithful person shall abound with blessings of the Lord, but he that maketh haste to be rich shall not be innocent. The faithful see the purpose for themselves. They see they are needed by the world to bring the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ unto the lost and to bring salvation by bringing the Lord Jesus Christ unto each person. They see there is work to be done. There is labor to be done. And they see that they are dependent on it. For we serve the Lord God, our righteous God. We serve Jesus Christ, we serve through the anointing of the Spirit. Who wants to be, who wants an unfaithful friend or mate? Can you imagine going to the hospital for an emergency and check-in? Person is not there, they're not there. How do you get in? Or the nurse or a doctor, they're not there. You have an emergency, they're not there. How about you're all prepped and ready for surgery and the anesthesia doesn't show up that day? Or the supply clerk doesn't fill an order for your prescription. You need to live on. Over and over, think of cases where if someone didn't show up for their job, something would not work out. Well, our job is to serve the Lord. And if we don't show up, who will plant that seed? Who will nurture and who will harvest 
We are laborers for the Lord. That's what we do. And I praise God for each and every day that he sends us people that we can reach for Jesus Christ. Over and over again, I think of cases where if someone didn't show up for their job, something would not work out. Many times when you go through a drive-thru and your order isn't right, it's because someone didn't show up for their job or didn't do it right. And someone else is doing multiple tasks. Maybe you've gone through a drive-thru and your order wasn't right. And many times you go, oh, well, and you drive off. Because someone wasn't doing their job right. So now let me talk about Gospel of Faith Church and this broadcast a little bit. I have been called by God because I cannot breathe at the higher altitude. (coughs) Excuse me. I've been called by God to do this broadcast, to bring the word to those who are homebound. (coughs) Excuse me. For those who can't get to church for whatever reason. So I've been kind of called by God to manage. And under the Lord's direction, as with other ministers, it's my responsibility to preach and teach a message of truth to those of you who will listen. This may, you know, it may not be your church. This is a broadcast. But if you're not attending a local church and you're listening to the broadcast, then does it not figure that if if you were in church and they passed the offering tray, you would put something in? For that is truly our labor as well. To be able to do God's work and continue to do God's work. Many of you, many of you out there are very generous at supporting this broadcast and the church. But the attendance of the church has dropped off dramatically. And we must repair that. You've been called by God to be here and learn to to represent the kingdom of God to others. We've been called to work together faithfully. Praise Jesus. And I welcome you. We all depend upon each other to do our part. And our part is to go out and find the the lost and to bring salvation to the lost, to introduce them to the Lord Jesus Christ through prayer, through speaking, and knowing that when you speak the Holy Spirit, you do not have to fumble for words, for the Holy Ghost will give you the words to speak. We've got to understand that unless people repent, and and get baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the repentance of their sin, they will die lost. They will die lost. So it's our responsibility as prayer partners, prayer warriors, shepherds of prayer, pastors, lay uh, Christian, it is our responsibility to keep the church alive. And ready for anyone that comes in that church 
and listens to this broadcast, just like that hospital, we need good laborers. We are all, we all are partners. We all are to be prayer warriors, prayer partners, shepherds of prayer. All of you are to be worshipers of the Lord Jesus Christ. All of you are to be givers, givers to the kingdom of God, to support the ministry with your tithe and your offering. That's not from me, that's from God. All of you that are listening to the sound of my voice are to be witnesses, say it with me, witnesses, whether you're at church or outside of the church. So we must all realize there will come a time when people will come and visit in, in the church or on this broadcast, in your home, where you work, and you will be able to pick up through the Holy Spirit that they are ready to find the Lord. And it is your job to lead them with a simple prayer. I've, I've, I've prayed it ever since I began this process or this broadcast. I have given you the sinner's prayer. It's so simple. So simple. It can be as simple as, Lord God, forgive me for my sins. Come into my life. Change me. Use me. In Jesus' name. All of you who are listening to the sound of this voice are to be witnesses for God. When there isn't anyone around you, we continue to maintain our positions by sharpening our senses unto the Lord. And this comes by hearing the word of God. Remember the scripture, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God and committing to the things we hear. Whether we have zero visitors in the church or none on this broadcast, we will continue to, to broadcast the word of God. For wherever two or more are gathered in my namesake, Jesus said, there I am in the midst of them. We must stand guard daily, every moment of every day, and be ready. Regardless of what happens, we must be ready when Jesus comes, when he returns. And on this Labor Day Sabbath, I pray that you will accept this message of faithfulness. This message that we labor in the Lord, not in vain. Committing to the things that we hear of God. Again, regardless of what happens. We must be ready when Jesus returns. And the Lord said, I'm in Luke chapter 18, verse 6 through 8. Luke chapter 18, 6 through 8. And the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge saith, verse 7, that shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them. Verse 8, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily, speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on this earth? 
Matthew 25, verse 21. And the Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Will this be the message that you receive from the Lord? Shall the Lord our God say unto you, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. I remember that I had prepared a message. I believe it was on our Wednesday broadcast called Just Preach Faith Because It Works. In Titus chapter 1, we find a letter written by the Apostle Paul to Titus. Now, historians say that Paul was responding to a letter that Titus had sent to him. And Titus was a pastor of the church in Crete. And while pastoring his church, he came became very discouraged. So he sat down and he wrote Paul a letter. And I thought this was on, on this Labor Day. I thought maybe this was a good thing to bring this one back. It said, Dear Paul, greeting in Jesus' name. I trust this finds you doing well. I just wanted to write a few lines to tell you that I really appreciate you. When's the last time you looked around you and said unto those folks around you, I really appreciate you. I am thankful for your leadership. I am thankful for your confidence both in me and in this ministry. As you know, I am pastoring a church in Crete, and that's why I am writing to you. It seems like pastoring is not as exciting as it used to be. There has been so many things going on in the church that I have become just a little bit discouraged. When you came and preached to us a few months ago, you hit the nail on the head. And it seemed to help for a little while, but it wasn't long until things be began to stir up again. I have discovered that not everybody can be trusted. I have discovered that there are some folks who attend the church I am pastoring that are not saved, and even some board members, for that matter. Paul, I am really concerned about this church. I preach the best I can, and sometimes folks don't even say amen. And there have been a few times when not only did they not say amen, but they didn't even look amen. It seems like every time I get into the pulpit and preach Jesus Christ to them, crucified, that things get all stirred up again. Folks are looking right through me, and they don't seem to want to respond to the word of God. But they would rather sit back and dwell on the negative and find fault with others in the church, and especially with the minister. Paul, all I'm trying to say is that I am frustrated. I am weary in well-doing. I am discouraged, and I sure could use a word of advice. Sincerely, Titus. <clears throat> now, I don't know everything Titus went through while pastoring in Crete. But I do know this, that whatever he went through must have weighed very heavy on his mind and in his spirit. And it must have been a struggle for him time to time. 
I know I feel the pressure time to time. I can't go to gospel of faith. My, my breathing won't allow it. And I ask the Lord why. But I, I know the reason. At one time in my life, I was a heavy smoker. And it wasn't God. It was me that messed up my lungs. So I know how he feels because I can't get to the church. The church once boasted of, a, of an attendance of over 100 years ago. And now five or ten is, is a great number. He must have felt like a man who wrote, what happens to a dream deferred? Does it dry up like a raisin in the sun, fester like a sore, and then run? Or does it stink like rotten meat? What do you do when your dreams dry up like a raisin in the sun? What do you do when you're doing the very best you know how, but nothing seems to get any better? What do you do when you're preaching the best you can, but things seem to get worse? Do we blame it on others? Do we blame someone's reputation? Do we blame the, the gossip and the innuendos? Or do we look at ourselves within and say, you, you, you need to get down on your knees and pray, pray, pray that the Lord bless you in your preaching and in your comings and in your goings. What do you do when you feel like the unknown but wise author who wrote, to live above with saints we love, Oh, that will be a glory. But to live below with church like we know, well, that's another story. The Holy Spirit of God must return to Gospel of Faith Church. The Holy Spirit of God must bring it from the, from the pulpit to the people. <coughs> the anointing of the Holy Spirit needs to return to all those. And then spread. Titus must have felt like he was in a situation that just wasn't getting any better. There's not one minister who has not struggled to the point of frustration at one time or another. There is not one pastor who has not been through some difficult times while doing their very best that they have not battled with the spirit of discouragement. Every preacher fights the spirit of weariness, discouragement, and frustration because we are in a battle for the souls of all mankind. We are forced to deal with the negative situations that can lock us up and cause us to want to give up. And the spirit of giving comes up with two synopsis. We will either lose our perspective or we will lay our religion down and walk away. The Bible says that John the Baptist was locked up. He was locked up and he was ready to give up. And because he was ready to give up, he lost his perspective. Say that with me, perspective. He's been doing his best to preach the word of God, and now he finds himself sitting in a jail cell. The Bible says he lost his perspective. And he sent two disciples to Jesus to find out if he was really the Messiah or not. Or should we wait for another? We can find ourselves locked up in the negative situations around us, in our churches, in our homes, in our workplace. 
And it can cause us to lose our perspective on the grace and the mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ and on the power of the supernatural spirit of Almighty God. Do not, do not let that perspective elude you. For you labor not in vain. You labor not in vain. In other words, it can it can cause us to become so frustrated with it that we become tired of it and we walk away from it. Do not walk away from God. And the Bible says that the Babylonian captive, captives came along and asked, why don't you sing like you used to sing when you were in Jerusalem? Why don't you sing? Why don't you sing the, 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 the songs of Zion? And the Bible says that he had laid their religion down and they hung their harps on the willow and asked, how can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? If we are not careful, we can get so locked up in the negative of this world right now with all the negative stuff going on in this world that we just want to give up. But I want to encourage you today on this Labor Day Sabbath. I want to encourage you. Don't stop working. For the kingdom of God. Don't stop preaching the message of mercy. And of grace. Don't stop. Reaching out to others. Through Jesus. And letting them know that Jesus saves. God's anointing is still upon you. I I understand. Boy that hit me in a spot there. That Jesus saves. I remember when my youngest son was. Probably eight or nine getting up on the stage at Gospel of Faith Church and singing, Jesus saves. It says, Jesus saves. He still does. You see, God's anointing is still upon you. And I understand how tiring it can become. I understand that we can struggle with weariness because it seems like you have to do it by all by yourself. And I understand that there are problems in the church. <clears throat> I understand that there are folks who, who just come to church but never become like Jesus, no matter how hard you preach. I understand that ministry is sometimes mistreated. But whatever you do, don't lose your perspective. Don't hang on your harps on the willows, but keep on preaching faith. Because it works. It will bring revival back to your church. Statistics say that the average pastor in America only pastors for two years because the stress level is so high. We have to deal with things that, that the average person doesn't deal with every day. But we need to be reminded that God is bigger than the stuff that we have to deal with. God is bigger than any circumstance that surrounds you. God is bigger than all the opinions of the people around you. Just preach faith because faith works. It will storm through the gates of hell. It will, it will turn your city upside down. It will turn your church inside out if you'll just preach faith. Because by golly, faith works. It runs the devil away. It will uproot spirits that are hindering the, the move of the Spirit of God there in the church. 
It will kill the spirit of divorce. It will destroy the spirit of adultery. It will completely remove the spirits of gossip, pride, and bitterness. If you'll just preach faith, it will fill the altars on this Labor Day weekend. It will fill the baptism, baptismal. It will bring the harvest that you've trusted God for. I encourage you today. Preach faith. It will bring miracles, signs, and wonders. Historians say that in the early part of the 19th century, the archaeologists discovered some remains in the city of Crete. And in those remains, there were great shrines, foundations of the great church. And guess whose name was at the bottom of those shrines? It was Titus. You know why? Because he wouldn't give up. He wouldn't give up. He wouldn't not hang his harp on the willows. He would not lose his perspective. And God built his church. On the words of Titus. So I encourage you as a pastor, as a lay minister, as a follower of Jesus Christ, return back into the church, into gospel of faith. Get back in that, in that place. Bring back the Holy Ghost to the church. It's done by prayer. Bring God back and deal with all the stuff that you, as, as a member of that church, have to deal with. And I dare you, pastor, to preach faith. I dare you to preach Jesus Christ and only him crucified. It will crush the spirit of confusion. God will give you a harvest in that church. Though you may be tired and weary, God has not forsaken you. I'm speaking to all those that listen to this broadcast right now. As, as prayer warriors and prayer partners and shepherds of prayer, all of you who go out every day and bring the word of God to the lost and bring them into salvation through the grace of God, I'm speaking to you right now. He didn't put you somewhere so you could struggle, but he does have a plan. And I'm going to tell you today, you're a part of God's greater plan. Just preach faith in your labors for God today. I wish you a pleasant and great Labor Day weekend. Stay safe. God loves you. God bless you. And may the Lord make his face to shine upon you till he brings us back.